Dancers have a lot to balance. From their pirouettes to their jumps, a dancer's performance is a direct result of hard work and motivation. So where does food fit into this? There's a lot of myths and a ton of antiquated ideals about what a dancer's diet should look like. And I'm here to dispel those. I'm Rachel Fine, registered dietitian nutritionist and founder of To The Point Nutrition. I'm the dance nutritionist, and I'm here to tell you that to be a successful dancer, you don't have to diet. Instead, I'll teach you how to use food as your best tool to enhance your performance. A nourishing meal plan not only fuels your dancing, but also enhances your strength, improves your balance, supports your flexibility, and most importantly, reduces your risk to injury. Hi! So, Anna, can you give us an introduction about who you are, where you're from, and also where you're dancing? I'm Anna. Um, I'm from Mexico. I'm 18 years old, and I'm currently just an independent dancer. I, I used to be an apprentice with Ballet de Monterey, but some things happened, but I'm currently an independent dancer. <laughs> so, I started dancing when I was four years old. And then uh, I believe nine was when I started taking it more professionally or more seriously, as one might say. I joined um, Escuela Arbalet de Monterrey, which is in Mexico. And I did my eight years of career in here and graduated at 17. And in that same August, I joined Ballet de Monterrey and I did three seasons with them. And well, I'm currently 18. <laughs> How has your relationship with dance been from the time you were that young professional dancer to now? Um, so I remember when I was younger, I used to struggle a lot with um, stressing in class. So I would stress a lot and I would not enjoy it at all. Like, I obviously did it because I loved it, but I remember being, since the first exercise, warming up, and I was like, I have to point my feet, I have to do this, I have to do that, and I was stressing so much. And then throughout the years, as I was growing older, um, I realized that I shouldn't be stressing so much. It, like, obviously, you have to learn to control your stress and everything, so... I remember in my last years in school, I started shifting my mentality and started enjoying class more and everything like that. So in my professional years, it became more like, oh, I'm doing class, everything's fine. I'm just enjoying it and actually dancing through the class and doing it for my body and for myself, not for like a grade or something else like that. Would you say that I've struggled in the past or maybe even now perfectionist type of mindset? Oh yeah. I remember um, it that has been a huge struggle for me um I always remember like when I was younger I was always told like oh you don't have this certain body type of a ballerina like and I remember I was struggling a lot because I wanted to reach that but it's obviously impossible and you have to learn to accept that and you have to learn that although ballet strives for perfectionism it's something no one will get and I think that's also like 
it's um it's something you have to learn to live with but see it as a positive thing as well like you can always get better and there's no limit as to like i already did this so i cannot get better now there's always something you can improve on yeah i often say especially but really for anybody is the goal by progress and not perfection even though we feel there's one perfect things and that's how we often are taught there is no perfect way to do things when we strive for that it only lands in burnout it becomes something that used to be joyful something that truly actually harmful so it's incredibly important to have that mindset shift that you're referring to which is coming to terms with the fact that so much of our art is imperfect and instead of striving for perfection how can we continue to move forward while having goals that are actually called realistic and one of the goals and can be progress focusing more on how you've progressed throughout the years rather than striving to that perfection that will always be unreachable and you just have to learn to live with that although it can take some time but it's what is going to give you more progress like in the long term absolutely i feel like um i learned how my body started like actually working with food and uh, doing extra training in my last years as a student because i was maturing more and i was realizing like oh i actually need to learn how to nourish my my body and not follow other like dancers diets or something like that everyone's body is different and we cannot do the same thing as another person since it's not the same body and so i remember when like in my yeah it was my last years that i started learning like okay i have to learn how my body works and learn how i can feel feel it so it can work better in performance and class and exams and auditions and everything like that and obviously there's ups and downs and there there's going to be certain days where we all struggle and it's it's never going to be like a straight line of like work in progress there's always going to be like ups and downs and ups and downs and that's what like makes it a journey so i feel like in my professional years well i learn more like okay i have to also give my body some time to rest and i have to learn how to manage that stress if i i cannot live with that i have to learn how to nourish allow myself and not feel bad about eating eating that it can be very easy for dancers i and strive for perfectionism in how they're eating and we see a lot with clean eating lifestyle wanting to choose those more clean foods all that it really lands us in disordered eating where we're viewed as good and bad and therefore reflecting upon ourselves as being good or bad for eating including foods that nourish our body right energizing those foods that are supporting muscle recovery but also knowing that we are not inherently bad if we're eating foods that might not be what society in nourishing ability in our food choices is so important for not just our physical health but also just for our mental and emotional well-being because if we are restricting ourselves if we're saying that we can only eat these lean we're going to miss out and some really delicious food as dancers we cannot only have our dancer life we must also have like our as you might say normal people life <laughs> and you cannot like miss out on certain like social events you cannot be stressing about like oh what am i going to eat you have to allow yourself to enjoy 
um, life outside dance because you have to create that balance. It's yeah. you cannot focus and just like dance. A lot of dancers do hyper focus on their thing and progressing their technique. What are some activities that you separate from dance? So, for example, I feel like dance is addictive because we also like it's addictive and because we want to strive for that perfectionism we always want to get better and it's something you have to like for example divide like okay i'm just gonna train from um eight in the morning to 12 like p.m i don't know and you have to like have all of your focus there during those hours and then when you come out of training you have to have other hobbies in which you can just disconnect from dance and, or have something where you can like um how do you say um like take everything out obviously you can go and like take all of your stress through dance but sometimes dance stre creates stress as well so you have to have another hobby where you can go and take it all out what helps me if i need to dance more I like going to other like schools or other classes outside my environment and take, for example, contemporary class or jazz or another type of class that isn't ballet. So I can let my body move freely and just like move around without being stressed. Like, oh, I need to be like this and I need to be like that because it's not ballet. It's not like yeah striving for that perfectionism and also having other hobbies outside dance as well like completely outside for example I like reading a lot and I feel like that helps me a lot from escaping like that certain world because I also can bring my book into rehearsal or class and if I need to escape for a little bit I just grab my book and I read a little and also for example meditating helps me a lot mm -hmm. and being working on my mentality outside of class sure. and having another type of workout you can pick out like if you want to work out and we usually go like okay so I want to work out I'm going to take a dance class but we have to have something that's outside of that and for me I liked running a lot mm -hmm. and I haven't been able to do it recently because of my sprained ankle but I remember I used to run a lot and also train just like um normally not like ballet related and sure. doing workouts like more for okay i want to feel good i want to like wake up and i do workouts more towards that that it's completely outside ballet sounds like you had a bit of an environment switch mm -hmm. in your recent years can you talk to us about was it scary to change your environment or do you feel like you needed to take steps in another direction in order to progress your dancing i remember when i first switched like from a from school to a professional company i it was a really hard change on me and because I remember well school it's like they keep you in this little bubble and they guard you they're like okay you're gonna be fine and they're telling you always like okay you have to do this and then you have to do that and you always know what you're doing because teachers are telling you what to do and then you go into a prof professional company and they're just like, like you have to know what to do and I remember that first semester in 
the ballet company, I, I was lost, I admit that. But because I didn't know what was proper, I didn't know if, for example, um, rehearsing in the back was okay with the other dancers or if I was gonna be like just taking up space or I didn't know if I should stay in all of the rehearsals because none of the teachers told us like, okay, you have to stay. Mm -hmm. you just like, what feels better for you, that, that's what you have to do. So I remember my first few months in the company, it did struggle, but little by little, I started learning what was good and what was like proper for me to do and that I could also work outside. Like for example, if they were rehearsing something I knew I wasn't gonna be in, I had to work on myself. I I went into another classroom and I rehearsed for myself. I did other workouts. I had to have um, goals outside that company because mm -hmm. most of the times we our goals are like okay, so I want to dance in this production, but maybe you don't get that opportunity, and that's something you have to learn with, like to live with and. So you have to have other goals to keep you mo mo motivated. For example, um, like audition season, you have to have that as a mo motivation because injuries come and they're gonna stop you from being in productions or rehearsals. So we have to have other like mo motivation factors that ha can help you move forward if something doesn't go the way that it's planned. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple of things that I think are really important for here is that things aren't always going to go the way it's planned. And there are going to be things that come up that either prevent you from dancing or make it challenging. Maybe you don't get a role, you don't get cast in a production that you want. And having other motivators, whether they're dance related or undance or not dance related, you know, those other hobbies are all going to be helpful as a dancer. Right now, the, the semester I want to work on, like, my technique and more sure. focusing on my dancing so I can be better for another company. And I am also looking towards audition season. And, like, I want to look more into what other type of dances I can do outside of ballet. For example, contemporary. I, I remember when I was in school, I used to love taking contemporary class. And when I went into the company, there wasn't any contemporary. So I feel like my, my body and me as well misses moving freely like that. So I want to take up uh, contemporary again and just focus more on dancing for myself and getting better for myself this throughout this semester, strengthening my mentality and mental state and learning to balance everything because and listening to my body as well because I remember this past semester I stopped listening to my body and obviously that had consequences with consequences which was my injury I sprained my ankle and that also was the factor as to why I left the company yeah because of everything that happened and so yeah I want to focus more on dancing for myself this semester well, as I audition for other companies outside Mexico. A transition point you take time to focus on your technique to focus on getting better both listening to your body and taking this time to 
itself is a major opportunity for you to get back to a intuitive place with your body, but also a proactive place, understanding nourishment in the form of both food, but also in the form of rest and what our body will just need us physically and mentally i like for example also i need an, an environment change so i feel like the environment you're in affects your dancing a lot so that's another factor as to why i left and i feel like also the the way they handled everything mm -hmm. for example I remember they they were like strict with food, but mm -hmm. not as much. It was more like in a indirect way, or, like not putting you in productions or something like that. So that's yeah. also. I think like, that's important. That's important. Reevaluating your environment when it's feasible, so stepping away is something that's incredibly important. Thank you for you know just being a nice example of that. It's gonna be hard, yeah. and it's something you have to like accept before doing it because well nothing's easy in this life and who would want an easy life to be completely honest but it's gonna be a journey and yeah. it's something that is gonna strengthen you like in the long term so i feel like everyone has to listen to their body and what they're telling them and if your body's telling you you have to take some time to focus on your dancing for yourself then just take it and you you're gonna come out stronger. Like only only good things are gonna come out of that. Um, I would define being a healthy dancer as being a balanced dancer. Mm -hmm. I feel like you have to learn how to manage every factor of being a dancer. You have to manage um, the physical factor, the mental factor, the emotional factor. So you have to learn how, for example, how to strengthen your mentality as well as your emotional like strength but also be aware of how your physical state is and for example if your body is telling you you have to take a break and your mind is telling you no you can keep pushing keep pushing it's you have to learn how to balance that and how to learn which is better and which is like was like you have to learn how to keep that balance throughout life because you cannot have your physical health without being mentally healthy or and food goes along with that so food I feel like it affects both your physical and both your mental state so you have to learn how to nourish both parts you have to learn how to nourish your body and how to nourish your mind yeah if your mind is telling you take a break from being so strict on yourself you have to learn to accept that and live just listening to your body and what it's telling you and handle learn how to balance provided us with such wonderful insight today thank you so much for having me and giving me this platform to share my insights and point of view and dance. of course of course we'll be in touch i'll talk to you soon